I should have went to a pond for a couple of hours with a notebook and just thought about my upcoming interview with this with this guy. He was a hero of mine. I get that's not too strong. And just what questions have I thought that I would like to ask him? But I had some other assignments and this and that, and they, they, I let them get in my way. So I, I was like getting frantic. I, I haven't written down any questions or anything. Alex Williams here to welcome you back to Broken Bulbs, the show for entrepreneurs, creators, and builders who need to keep it real. Today, I'm joined once again by Ken Lizot. Ken previously featured on episodes 129 and 209 of Broken Bolt. So if you enjoy what you hear here, go back and check those out. That's 129 and 209 of Broken Bulbs. Ken has authored eight books, including Experts Edge, become the go-to authority that people turn to every time, and The Speaker's Edge, the ultimate go-to guide for locating and landing lots of speaking gigs. But he was also way underprepared when given the opportunity to interview his hero. That's coming up after the break. Real quick, before we get into today's show, I wanted to say thank you for all the ways you offer support, whether it's sharing the show with a friend or family member who you think will get something out of it, leaving us a review, or supporting me directly on Patreon. Now, when you support me directly on Patreon, you can do so for as little as $3 a month. You'll receive a postcard from me and a bunch of bonus content, not just for Broken Bulbs, but for the other podcasts I work on as well. That's patreon.com slash Williams or just click the first link in the show notes. Enjoy the show. Ken Lazat, ready to talk about another one of your broken bulbs? I am ready. I'm, I, as I've said before with you, I'm always ready because I have so many of them. <laughs> Perfect. I'm excited for this one. This, this is going to be interesting. You blew a great opportunity to chat with a celebrity because you, you lacked focus and preparedness on this occasion. Tell us about that. First of all, I want to say that I don't want to say who the celebrity is, not because it has to be kept a secret, but I think um, I, I'd rather hear, have people listening to this think about somebody perhaps that they would can say to say, I wish that I, I could mm. talk to her or interview him or whatever. It's put themselves in my place. Just know this. This was a celebrity that meant a lot to me, that somebody I'd followed like much of my life and I when I would see him in the in the news and he might be quoted and about something or whatever, uh, was always very provocative, very interested, interesting. And I always thought, oh, what what a what a joy that it would be. What a uh, how remarkable it might be to be able if I ever could meet him and pick his brain. So anyway, this this guy was uh, totally at the top of my list. And then along came an opportunity where he was going to be appearing near. Uh, within driving distance of where uh, I was living, I uh, I was uh, doing uh, freelance articles at the time, and I talked to the, someone at the Boston Globe about uh, doing an article, doing an interview with this particular uh, celebrity, and they said they said sure, go ahead, yes, go for it. So I was able to set up um, uh, myself as as coming. This was a, a, a two day weekend. So I was actually going to, he was actually doing a two day workshop. And as, as a member of the media, it was all set up that I wouldn't have to pay, that I could just be there and I could, you know, I could talk to him throughout the whole weekend. And, and particularly um, when uh, I wanted some one-on-one one time, this uh, celebrity, uh, you know, met me at the beginning and he was like, 
uh, impressed that the Boston Globe had, had sent me. Uh, he said, uh, he said, whenever you're ready, you just tell me to um, uh, for us to sit down together. The thing that happened was that I, 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 I really enjoyed uh, being part of the group, listening to him and being involved with the dialogue and all. But I kept putting off my approaching him and saying, let's let's get together and uh, and spend some time. And one of the things that was really bothering me was that I can, like everybody, I can get very busy and I can have um, my days and my weeks and my months filled up and all. And I really didn't prepare like I could have. You, you know, I, I, I told a story in one of the other uh, your other podcasts about going out by a pond and uh, writing a whole book. I should have went to a pond for a couple of hours with a notebook and just thought about my upcoming interview with this with this guy. He was a hero of mine. I get, that's not too strong. And just what questions have I thought that I would like to ask him? But I had some other assignments and this and that, and they, they, I let them get in my way. So I had a friend of mine who's a photographer, and he actually uh, came with me. So the two of us were going up there, and we're driving down uh, the highway that first day to, to reach this place. I'm thinking to myself, man, I, I, I was like getting frantic. I, I haven't written down any questions or anything. So when you get there, you get the flow of it. And again, it was a two-day workshop, so there was a lot of things going on. So finally, with the second day, time was running out. <laughs> and I did approach him, and um, he said, okay. And uh, we went outside, and we started walking. My friend is shooting uh, pictures of the two of us, and uh, I still have a picture of it. It's, it's, you know, it's still a thrill, though, to see that. But I was kind of winging those 15 or 20 minutes that I ended up getting with him. Look, you know, looking back on it, and even at that time, uh, it, I'm sure there are so many things I could think of, I could have thought of to ask him, which would have been more insightful and more provocative than what I, what I did on the fly. That took some, that, that happened some years ago, and I, I, I never forget it. I, I get, I wouldn't say I get chills exactly now, but I, I get the shutters, let's say, uh, even telling the story right now, because I really blew an opportunity, and he's died since then. So I don't have an opportunity to go back and, and, and do it again. So I think, know when you've, what's the lesson? Know when you've got an opportunity that's worth taking the time and trouble to do right, or to give yourself permission, which I didn't do that week beforehand. Give myself permission to lay aside some of the, frankly, one more more mundane type of things, and and realize this was a big big moment in my life, and and I should treat it that way, and I should find some way to uh, maximize this opportunity that I had, which I did. So I just try to remember that. I just try to remember that I've I've got to carve out some time. In some ways, I'm still the same guy as back then, and I, I can be distracted uh, day to day. Well, you and I were talking off, off uh, mic uh, about uh, my um, detailing these stories that I, I, would, I would tell, and you were complimenting me about putting a, uh, a lot of detail and a, and a lot of thought into what I was. And I think uh, that might be an example of where I did learn the lesson. 
I mean, rather, I could have dashed off a few lines and then winged it. But I, I took seriously the opportunity of being on your podcast. And I wanted to, you know, I spent extra time, I suppose you could say extra, trying to give you as full a flavor of what I would say as I could, rather than just say, well, okay, I'll dash off three or four lines. And if Alex uh, invites me, fine. If he doesn't, he doesn't. And like that. So I try, I guess I'm saying that I tried to, um, to keep that lesson in my mind and my heart uh, as much as I can. Yeah, I I love that. And I mean, I, I really do appreciate it. And I think we never know when opportunity will come calling, right? When when we get that once in a lifetime chance to, to talk to the person we're a fan of, or maybe talk to a person we're gonna become a fan of, or, you know, whatever it is. So I think wherever we're headed, I think it's important to be as prepared as possible for that. Of course, at the end of every episode, I like to hear what's working for you now. What should we do to get in touch with you and where can we find and follow the rest of your work? If, um, so if somebody would like to um, contact me about uh, anything to do with publishing, I'd be happy to uh, entertain the, their question. And my email is ken at thoughtleading.com. And the thoughtleading.com is my website. And uh, uh, thoughtleading is T H O U G H T L E A D I N G dot com. I think that's going to be listed actually up on your show notes, right? Yep, that's right. I'll, uh, I'll have that link down in the show notes for everybody to check out and make sure that they can email you, get in touch with you, and interact with you as, as you continue your work and as they continue theirs. Any any questions they have for me about publishing and all, or frankly, if they have a story similar to the one I just told, I'd like to know I'm not the only one to make such a be such a, be such a boob. <laughs> well, I'm gonna I'm gonna have all those links down in the show notes. And with that, I just want to say for the third time, thank you very much for joining me. Great, well, it was, it was fantastic. I'll come back three more times if you want me. But I'm gonna have to break some more bulbs. Yeah, yeah, I can't wait to hear about them. <laughs> and thank you for listening. Learn to recognize opportunities. I know I've missed out on a ton of opportunities. Some I didn't see coming and others I let pass over me because of imposter syndrome, lack of focus, or something else. Be ready. Opportunities are calling. And when you take those opportunities, prepare. Special thank you to Ken for joining me and being willing to talk about his broken bulbs. Be sure to check out the rest of his work, including his books, linked in the show notes. And if you like the work that I do, including Broken Bulbs, Polytropist, My Wax Museum, and all the other things that I've got on the go, you can give additional support by visiting patreon.com slash alexwilliams. That's patreon.com slash alexwilliams. For just a few bucks a month, you'll support the work that I do, get access to bonus podcasts, and you'll get a postcard thanking you uh, from yours truly. I've also put that as the first link in the show notes, so it's nice and easy for you. Broken Bulbs is produced by Mecco Radio, and we are, of course, a proud member of the Create Fine. I, Alex Williams, was your host. The podcast artwork is by Bethany Gustafson, and the music we use is by Brian Claxton and Wesley Thomas. Oh, and thanks again for listening. Mecco.